So, Jagadish, welcome. It's uh, it's strange to speak to you again, right? We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't speak that much at all. Only about, you know, three, four times a week now at this point, right? That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. So, look, thanks so much for, for coming. You're the second guest for the Strong Startup Podcast. I think it's awesome. Uh, starting with my, my close friends and, uh, and, uh, and mentors and peers that I really, really uh, trust and uh, value. Uh, your opinion in particular so uh, it's really great to have you here um to set the scene like just in two seconds the the whole idea of the podcast is to really just inspire people who maybe think they're not creative or maybe they have this idea of something they want to build it doesn't have to be a business it could be like a you know like a side hustle or a project many examples of things that you have done in your own time that are not necessarily businesses but uh, are projects that really help to to create something and I want to inspire those type of people by you know giving them examples of people that are doing things that you know from my perspective I see you doing a lot of these things uh, you're doing a lot of action and I'm a big fan of people that just take action on their ideas and I think you know sharing a little bit of your story um, is, is, is always great we've had many uh, moving long deep conversations over the last i think we've known each other now nearly for two years i guess mm-hmm. maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more and there's always been a great conversation there and i've always felt like god i want to record this conversation and just you know share it with the world a little bit um, awesome. and the second point is just that you know uh, i think that's uh what you're doing you do a lot for others and it's, it's good that you get a little bit of hopefully recognition here that you get a chance for you to speak and you to spread your message as well um, so mm-hmm. yeah that's the, oh. that's the basic idea for what we're trying to do with the podcast, just inspire people to take action with their ideas. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's my really, pleasure. Really yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, where to start? Where to start? I'm trying to remember <laughs> all our conversation now because we're basically just going to rehearse the, the previous conversations we had. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I would love to know from your perspective, when did – all of this, so you do a lot of stuff with community building. This is how I would describe mm-hmm. it, right? And you help a lot of people. Like, honestly, in, from my perspective, you're really the, you're, you're the standard, you're started, part of the goal that I want to reach in terms of what I'm trying to do with this podcast and with other things, because I see the impact you make. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I got that from working with EIT Health with you, but impact, <laughs> impact, impact is such an important thing. There's no point in doing something that mm-hmm. is just going to help a couple of people that's, that's still important mm-hmm. i think you still have to do it but the chance to be able to go from 10 people to 300 to 400 to 500 to a thousand to all of mm-hmm. europe it's it's um yeah it's intoxicating a little bit so mm-hmm. at what point then like in your career uh doing your phd working maybe as a postdoc did you start to kind of like do this uh, community engagement stuff or start to take action Oh, I I mean I need to look back into my life and, and see whether <laughs> Maybe, did I do something. Were you, were you always like that? Like were you always like organizing things and? I stuff think like I that? think yes. I think yes. So it's maybe from my bachelor's. From my bachelor's on, I kept on doing something. Okay. It's uh, it's always I used to go out and and meet friends and always asking for doing something. I mean, in bachelors you don't you don't have much to do. What what we used to do is what? that we what did you we, study? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I studied biotechnology, but uh, I think that at the time organizing things was just bringing friends home. 
and yeah. playing and renting a dvd or, or a tv and sit with them uh, cook chicken chicken curry i mean the famous indian style yeah. and then roti indian roti and then we invite like 20 30 friends we share 10 rupees each and then we we we, we bring the dvds and play movies all the night wow and uh, yeah that's that's maybe that's that's a base but uh, but in my masters i think i was a leader for my school of life sciences it's like four or five groups biotechnology animal biotechnology biochemistry microbiology and plant biotechnology so there i used to be the one of the leader so uh, whenever there was an action when when there was any activity i used to be the main person in the front end to do things right when there were, i could i think the first success was there was a lot of uh, lab waste that they threw all over the campus and then the, i took action so i asked my all the all the campus to come and there were like 150 200 people showed up and we cleaned the whole campus there wow that's uh that's i think one thing and um so was that kind yeah, of like it, a pain like was it something that you just like were frustrated with that you just said okay look someone has to do something like this because i'm a little <laughs> bit like that when i see that someone's not doing it i'm kind of like okay, okay look I'll, I'll just step up and do it you know yeah i i think that my my maybe my, my main core always is like what can i do mm. it's like i don't even blame that who is doing it like it's always yeah. like what can i do it's there are people who who does things i mean maybe deliberately or not deliberately but my motto always is like what can i do and Very sometimes positive it's... motto to have because i think <laughs> a lot of people you know this like a automatic negative thinking i got this mm-hmm. from from jim quick when watching one of his videos Okay. It's the t-shirt that I'm wearing that people may or may not be able to see. But um, yeah, he, he says this a lot that, you know, people automatically in human nature, the brain is kind mm-hmm. of programmed to maybe think negatively. So I think it's very powerful that this is the way you, mm-hmm. your lens through which you mm-hmm. can see the world, you know, and mm-hmm. what you can bring to it. I, I think sometimes impact is not about doing great things, Alan. So it's, it's just providing a platform. So yeah. it's always, I, when I was doing my PhD, I was the president of Heidelberg Instrument Association. So it was just a couple of people, three or four people. We used to be president, vice president, and I was president. And just having that platform, telling, giving a name and, and do, taking some action, hundreds of people will come to you. Yeah. So I, I still remember where, when I organized a holy event, uh, we aimed for 200, there were 400 people. <laughs> we ran amazing. short of food and, and then it, mostly, most of them were personal friends and, and, uh, and Afterwards, I realized that all the initiatives that I took, even the mentoring coaching network that I, I used to run in the, at EAT Health, it's just a platform. Once you, yeah. once you provide a platform, you give freedom to express, and then the community impact, all the things will, will be just a byproducts of it. Yeah. That's, it's very interesting that you said that because this is kind of how I started on this little bit of a journey with, with where I am right now. I mm-hmm. thought I wanted to open a, a coffee shop, right? This classic mm-hmm. dream of open a coffee shop. And then mm-hmm. very quickly through doing like a little pop-up and experimenting in Munich, I kind of realized that, oh, I don't really want to like have a <laughs> business like that in that you know, transactional sense. I wanted to yeah. educate people. I wanted to bring mm-hmm. people together. And mm-hmm. that to me was like kind of like a little bit my calling in terms of that. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to be the expert. I just mm-hmm. want to like, bring the right people together mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. like, like you said when when you create the right platform and in that context mm-hmm. for me i don't think it was the right platform because i couldn't feel like i was getting the impact that i really wanted mm-hmm. right i was getting maybe mm-hmm. 20 30 people to turn up once per month but mm-hmm. when you say two three four hundred 
it, it feels like what you were doing was fulfilling maybe a larger gap or creating a platform that was addressing mm-hmm. like a larger need for people. Um, mm-hmm. But that's a very, um, yeah, it's a very um, generous way of looking at it. So you don't put yourself <laughs> in the forefront and meaning for well, you, you know? I mean, it's, it's a journey, you know, some some yeah. platforms you build and the, for example, I built another platform for my alumni where I, where I studied and uh, it's a, it, it's a, it's a coaching academy where I studied with a teacher. His name is Srinivasar. I mean, my life, I'm indebted to him. Without wow. him, I'm nothing. I was supposed to be a school teacher after my bachelor's or a medical representative selling medical drugs for doctors. Oh, but really? he is the one. Yeah. I mean, I did my bachelor's only to get a degree certificate so that I can immediately start a job and get get uh, employed. Okay. But he's the one who pushed me like, no, your life is not supposed to stop here. Go for master's. Wow. And he kind of trained me, and uh, I was even pres- uh, awarded with uh, a guy called Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam. He was kind of president at that time for India. Mm. So he, I got second rank, and he gave the award. So all this credit goes to my teacher, and he pushed actually to do a PhD abroad. So and uh, so he trained maybe thousands of students, but but the thing is, the students get trained, and afterwards they leave. They do, they don't they're not really connected afterwards. So I built an alumni community. So it's just a Facebook group and a WhatsApp group. And uh, it's so successful. A couple of them got jobs. A couple of them got internships wow. just because of that network. And we had recently a one-day full virtual conference from morning 6 o'clock to evening 6, actually evening 7. It was full of power-packed passion. And uh, so it's it's amazing. So, I mean, there are a lot of lessons that you learn when you build a platform. It's not something some, some people just exploit. Yes. Some people... And and some people uh, are really interested. And uh, the motto what I have is that you you don't need to empower or you don't need to impact everybody. It's like I I see that if you help hundred, there's one in the back, you know, in in hundred who doesn't know what life is. Yeah. Who are who is who need to feed, feed his hungry family. Yeah. And and you all your your processes to help that person. So all this remaining 99 are like from quantity, you go to the quality. So yeah. that person, they will be indebted for you, like towards your help for whole life. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's what I'm human, learning in the platform. That's the human level, right? It's not just like getting a hundred likes on your video or getting a thousand views on your video or no. you know, stuff like that. I think that's good in a way, right? Because, you know, this is why I'm doing this because I think that our conversation mm-hmm. hopefully can help some people. And I think mm-hmm. you're, you have a lot of words of wisdom and a lot of knowledge and uh, expertise there in terms of what you've done, which I want to share. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I missed that in my old job uh, because mm-hmm. the, uh, the, it was more operational in terms of mm-hmm. what I previously did. And mm-hmm. when I switched, it was like a, a revolution for me. Now I've only been working here for like four months now, but mm-hmm. you know, working on on the ground with startups or with people, to mm-hmm. be more general about it, and working one to one, and someone coming to me and saying, "I don't know what to do. I have this idea, mm-hmm. I have a business model. What am I supposed to do next?" And being able mm-hmm. to help that person just take one little step, mm-hmm. and, uh, for me at least, it's just so rewarding. I think you obviously feel that yourself, like when you find that <laughs> one person in the hundred. And mm-hmm. it's just a simple phone phone call, maybe, or yeah, a simple exactly. message, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have oh, to you be may, You may change their life forever, you know? It's like yeah. you're not only impacting them, it could be their family, their kids, and it's a big impact. A little help from, from you sometimes, it's just yeah. a very, very big impact. I suppose I, I it's remember, just about being open, right? 
really being yeah. generous with your time. So I go. Yeah, I remember. I just remember a story like uh, I helped uh, one of my friend from India. He was struggling to get a PhD abroad. From he was working five years in India and he he applied so many places, but he never got. Right. So I just took courage to go and ask my boss. Like I would like to get him as a heavy here abroad. So like a student and assistant or like a student assistant. Normally you don't get it from India. Like you can't get them abroad because this this thing. But my boss agreed. But after a lot of negotiation, like one or two hours, I was like, no, I need to get this person. I need to get this person. Just the two hours, and he was there with me in Germany. He got PhD, wow. and you know he wants to make a startup. He he married to his dream girl because of his abroad qualifications. And uh, whenever I talk to him, he shows gratitude. He tells me like, yeah. just one hour, one hour of your time changed whole my life. It's crazy. Yeah. I think sometimes these, these positions, right, like students or interns and stuff, it's a little bit yeah. overlooked, right? It's like, no, 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 we yeah. need someone just like to help and do the Excel dirty work, you know? Yeah, but like, yeah. God, that story is, is so powerful. I mean, that's, that's the door, right? That's been unlocked mm-hmm. for him. And mm-hmm. then, you know, getting a chance and you taking the risk to be able to negotiate with your boss and you're <laughs> trusting that this guy is going to do a good job. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it gives people a lot of, a lot of faith, right, in themselves mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. right? No, I think, I mean, I, I also, I really commendable job that you are trying to do, like the design thinking workshop that you are trying to, you are, you are taking, you never know where, whom you are inspiring. Yeah. You yeah. you kind of put seeds everywhere and some, some go for, become very big trees. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, to work a little bit more on, on the follow-up behind these things because now mm-hmm. I, I, I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people engage me and thankfully mm-hmm. on, on LinkedIn, which I'm really, mm-hmm. this is one of my main platforms at the moment, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to do a better job, uh, both mm-hmm. in my personal life and professional life to like follow mm-hmm. up with these people because that's where the real impact is. This yeah. is something that actually mm-hmm. um, Gary Vaynerchuk, who I'm a big fan of, uh, talks about a lot uh, in his, mm-hmm. I read his book, uh, Crush It, and you should watch mm-hmm. his videos as well. It's hugely motivational. He just talks mm-hmm. about like the grind, the hustle, the hard work mm-hmm. of <laughs> engaging. And most mm-hmm. of what he talks about is not really content. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's about, it, like content is 20% maybe. And then 80% mm-hmm. is talking with people, you know, keeping mm-hmm. your finger on the pulse, engaging mm-hmm. with them. So I'm trying to accept now like more and more phone calls with people mm-hmm. uh, and stuff mm-hmm. like that to be able to really like have that 30-minute conversation because mm-hmm. – there's just only so much you can do when maybe you have a couple mm. of 30 people in your, yeah. in your workshop or whatever. And mm-hmm. then maybe they don't want to ask that question that they really mm-hmm. need to ask because there's people mm-hmm. watching, you know? Yeah. And true. so I definitely find that it's, 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 it's challenging as well to fit in the time. Mm-hmm. I guess I wouldn't mm-hmm. like to see your schedule because I can only imagine <laughs> how many workshops you do in a week and, and all your slots uh, for, for the day of how you like fit everything in. But um, it, can, it can take the energy, but I also find it can give the energy. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, from my side, what I love the most is, is the reason why I went from working at like a European level with, with education mm-hmm. and health and innovation and stuff to like working in Munich with startups across Europe, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. thankfully they do, which is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But the reason I did that is because I kind of need to feel the, the impact. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going from doing something high level to like working with people um, mm-hmm. was kind of transformative for me, for sure, you know? Excellent, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a question then. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk, you've done this, like you've prototyped how to create like a platform, how to, you know, create a community because 
you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're again, you're very generous with yourself in saying that you're not it. Like you're not, you're not the glue that ne- necessarily sticks everyone together, but you, you help mm-hmm. to bring them together and then you kind of move on uh, mm-hmm. to the next thing. So you created the alumni. Uh, I think you mentioned a previous uh, platform that mm-hmm. you created at your old university as well. So mm-hmm. what, what is the, what, what would be the tips or a suggestion on for people that want to get started on something? So what yeah. I'm getting at here is I, I think mm-hmm. community is also really important for startups and people that mm-hmm. are, are entrepreneurs. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to like tease out a little bit of what is the, yeah, what, are, what, what would be the, the success between you creating that mm-hmm. community, which had mm-hmm. like two, three, four hundred people versus mm-hmm. someone else that maybe is nervous about like creating that mm-hmm. meetup group or creating mm-hmm. the WhatsApp group, which is like a super simple thing to start with. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, it's a very straightforward answer. You need to have energy to do that. Mm. So it's always, we, we have a proverb called Eda Raja Tadabraja in, in Hindi. That means how the king is, then the kingdom is like that. Mm-hmm. So that means like the, the way, how, like how, yeah, like how the king will behave and the people will behave like that, the, the, the people from kingdom. So a leader is, is a king here. A leader really has to show some direction how the group has to go and to put some rules and uh, what are you aiming at that's that's important and when you when you show the direction and and afterwards you don't even if your group is like 1000 or 10000 you need like 3 to 4 active people hmm. that's it you it's like a, your own army little 2 to 3 people and they make all the stuff for you okay. so you put there and in the end you you attract 3 to 4 people i mean that's why when you look at any organizations there will be only a couple of employees like uh, in in a team there's a president, vice president, secretary, or something, yeah. and they drive everything. Yeah. So I think this is this is the big lesson I learned. I was impressing a lot of people, but then I realized like, no, I don't need to impress a lot of people. I need to have three to four people who are there for me. Yep. Whatever I tell, they'll go and do. Or whatever they ask, I, I'm gonna do. Or yep. what I need to take any steps, I, I will. I'm gonna ask them, what is your opinion on that? Mm. And if they're good, they will take anything to the top. Yeah, I think there's a few points there. That was that was really great. So I, I definitely realized this, this was my mistake when I created the, the coffee pop-up thing, and mm-hmm. the coffee shop, was that I did it mm-hmm. alone. And I can mm-hmm. tell you, like, it's, it was a crazy amount of work. Thankfully, I had, like, lovely people, um, okay. like a wine bar in Munich that's, like, basically mm-hmm. sponsored me to, to have that space for free so I could, I could have mm-hmm. a location with no costs. But, mm-hmm. you know, trying to do something like that alone is just so challenging. And I've also mm-hmm. done that for a while with a startup that I was trying to create. Mm-hmm. And it's lonely business, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a lonely mm-hmm. time to get uh, on your own. And I think everything is better when you have those couple of people mm-hmm. that you can trust. They're not mm-hmm. just there to do the work for you, but mm-hmm. they're also there to inspire you with new perspectives, mm-hmm. new ideas. Yeah, I mean, you, like you anyway need to do everything. You anyway, you will do everything. Yeah. But the thing is to keep the momentum going on, you need a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. Amplifiers, That's only two to three really, people. Right? Exactly. Yeah. In the end, you yeah. need to take initiatives because uh, if you if you are creating the platform, nobody will will take the ownership. Yeah. And sometimes you you are also not supposed to give away the ownership. So mm. in the end, you are responsible for everything. But you need that momentum from a couple of people. Yeah. They could be just assistants or interns or or co-founders. Yeah. But in the end, you need to take the the lead. Yeah, I think this is a good point that you mentioned before is that don't be afraid to like ask people to help you, you know, don't be mm-hmm. afraid to put the word out there that 
you would like an intern to come and help you to make a video mm -hmm. for this event that you're doing or you know, mm -hmm. we want someone to help organize this big uh, Eventbrite um, workshop mm -hmm. that you're mm -hmm. organizing. I think people are more than happy to get the experience and to be mm -hmm. involved at that level, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's actually really funny that you mentioned about like how the, the king uh, is mm -hmm. in some way a reflection of the kingdom. Um, mm -hmm. I think I saw this, uh, I just read it yesterday in Simon Sinek's book, uh, and mm -hmm. I know you're a fan. Um, mm -hmm. So um, start with why. I think it was Continental Airwaves. I'm not, I might be uh, mm -hmm. misremembering it, but um, essentially it was uh, about uh, the transformation of that company that mm -hmm. was making a huge loss and that the, the CEO or the president of that company was basically not trustworthy, that nobody oh, okay. was allowed on this executive floor. You had to have, mm -hmm. you know, there was security everywhere. You had to have a mm -hmm. key card. Um, he wouldn't mm -hmm. allow someone to open his can of Coke on his private mm -hmm. jet mm -hmm. because he just mm -hmm. didn't trust anyone. And then oh. that, like, basically was the king. That was the standard. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. that trickled down to the whole company where uh, the mm -hmm. people were not nice to the customers. They weren't mm -hmm. nice to each other. There was competition, unhealthy competition mm -hmm. between departments. And then mm -hmm. everything was, like, revolutionized when this new guy mm -hmm. came on. And mm -hmm. he just spotted it. You could smell it from a mile away what the problem mm -hmm. was. That nobody trusted mm -hmm. anyone. Um, mm -hmm. And that, you know, basically it wasn't a healthy work environment. So I think I see mm -hmm. a little bit of a parallel in what you're saying there as well, mm -hmm. that you need those people that maybe share your values and mm -hmm. you need to be like really honest with them uh, about mm -hmm. what the objective is here and, and how to yeah. move forward, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool. So um, another thing I wanted to talk about then, uh, trying to like break down what you just mentioned would be about how easy it is to start. Because you mentioned like, uh, I mean, first of all, I think it was, uh, it was interesting. He said, oh, it's just a Facebook group or just a WhatsApp group. I mean, mm -hmm. it's never just, right? Because that can have really a big impact. And I know mm -hmm. some of your Facebook groups have like four or five, 600 people. So I think mm -hmm. in some people, they, they've kind of like overcomplicated this idea mm -hmm. of a platform that it needs mm -hmm. to be like, okay, it needs to be a website. I need to hire a developer. I need 10,000 euro. I need mm -hmm. to like, you know, create this system so we can match people perfectly and that all, everything is taken care of. But mm -hmm. I mean, you've, you've started with some of the, the free and easy tools, right? Mm. Yeah, it's only Facebook and WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, EAT Health, EAT Health, we used to use this Kronos. It's a platform right. called Kronos for, as a mentoring platform. And uh, the charge for that is around $60,000 per year. Wow. Per year. And that thing can be done on free on Facebook yeah so and uh, it's it's not about the platform it's it's about keeping the momentum going on so people yeah. need to be connected and and it, it really doesn't matter whatever platform you use you you need the right people things things should be done I mean I created this Indian empowerment network right so yeah uh, Maybe I think tell you have a little bit about what it is yeah. okay so uh, it's it's I think it started like uh, month month and a half back when i came from estonia where i was in estonia it only started putting... like a month and a month and a half ago month and a half ago exactly yeah. oh my lord it's huge <laughs> now it's great it's that, that young okay it's quite young so the because of covid crisis and yeah. uh, there's i i was kind of victim for that i was in quarantine for two days in estonia because i had symptoms uh, fortunately i was i was tested negative and then I flew back to Germany, and at that time I was I was actually in panic. Like, oh, if I had right. COVID, I might have infected the hotel, whole hotel where I stayed, yeah. and the conference where I went. So, so then then I kind of looked into the economy, what's happening, and everything. And I realized like we are we are going into recession, 
and uh, i opened my facebook and i saw a guy posting that he lost a job because mm-hmm. because of covid their their company got bankrupt then i sensed okay so we are we are going ahead for, towards negative things and uh, then i realized like there will be many people who lose jobs and who, and many won't even get a job for one year or so yeah so that's like and uh, what can i do there so i mean i can students, walk, right i mean they're yeah exactly all, all i can i can yeah i can feel bad or i can do something for them mm-hmm. so that's where i put a post on one of the group called indians in munich and indians in germany i put a post and uh, i put a google registration form like look how are you using your quarantine time i know you are using facebook net netflix and everything Did a customer interview i like it customer <laughs> research yeah I, i told them like uh, but is there something that you need help or is there something that you can help mm-hmm. so i put a google registration form and uh, immediately in two days there were 300 people who filled it so i took the email addresses i created a facebook group and uh, and i invited them so i think not not everyone joined i think they did not accept but but 200 or 300 250 or joined not but, bad and then it it started at sony you know it's ripple effect yeah. so then afterwards i i kind of told them what this group is that uh, it has its own value system so it's, yeah. it 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 came what i believe is that every person is unique and uh, so i don't believe in hierarchy so i i kind of said that we don't believe in hierarchy in this group it's all about how you can express yourself do you want job yeah. or do you have talents or can you help others it's a peer to peer mentoring group i think people just loved it and uh, i mean nobody understood that facebook can be also used like this can yeah, facebook be used for so- crazy exactly like- yeah and um, yeah that's how it started now i think we are 450 plus and wow. we had 20 workshops or something you had one workshop there yeah. and and uh, there's weekly three or four german classes running parallelly i have no idea what they are they themselves are taking courses intercultural like differences like the ai that just like becomes self aware <laughs> and just starts <laughs> doing things on its own except only yeah. for good yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's crazy i mean like, I think first of all like the concept is beautiful because you said this when we did the workshop um you said to me you know uh, you gave a little introduction you were saying that you know Alan knows a little bit about design thinking and he's here to share his ideas and his experience but in the end like you know my german still sucks so i also need to become the student and and to go mm-hmm. to maybe your german classes and to be able to receive some input or or the best example really is is uh, one of your friends uh, Prawan from from india who's helping me mm-hmm. with uh you know developing mm-hmm. my youtube channel developing my videos my content mm-hmm. my website because you know mm-hmm. i'm not an expert in that but he is because he's <laughs> done it all so yes yeah. i think this idea of peer to peer that everybody can help everybody in some way mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. first of all for from if if you know if i was uh, when i am engaged with that it's it's a very empowering to know that okay i actually mm-hmm. have a role to play mm-hmm. two roles so i can give mm-hmm. something but i can also like take something mm-hmm. you know, i can learn and i think Yeah it just removes all of the all of the BS around like business and making it transactional and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff it's just you know in English you say that the barter system right it's a little negotiation mm-hmm. you can haggle mm-hmm. between what you can mm-hmm. offer me and then what I can offer you in exchange i think it's mm-hmm. particularly beautiful to see something like that happening now mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. when you see so many examples of community that are getting cut off mm-hmm. a little bit um mm-hmm. so this is really 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 fantastic Um, and and the you. second point I wanted to say, so you, you should be really, really proud of that. I think it's amazing that you've created this, and I also love the fact that you don't know what's going on with the German classes, <laughs> which means that you've empowered the right people. 
you you mm-hmm. empowered the people to be able to like just do it right just mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. the action decide and go if you need four mm-hmm. german classes go do four german classes if you want to create something to support startups and businesses you can do that if you want to do the cv and um, mm-hmm. workshops that i know you do you can do that so this is is really really great but um one point i just wanted to make is i think people have completely completely underestimated the power of facebook groups and facebook mm-hmm. pages i think mm-hmm. i mean you know people are switching and now like they're on instagram and they're on places like that and then there's tiktok as well which which i'm on and and the reach on those platforms is still particularly tiktok now i mean you can reach mm-hmm. thousands of people with your content mm-hmm. uh, in a mm-hmm. matter of days but i mm-hmm. really feel that the facebook groups provide or facebook pages provide um more of a community kind of platform i mean i think mm-hmm. you can still do it but it's just mm-hmm. a very different structure if you're replying to comments and dms on mm-hmm. instagram mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. you know putting a post and having like a, a nice thread of comments mm-hmm. uh supporting you when you ask for help for example mm-hmm. which i guess is, is kind of the structure of how the indian empowerment network works right that people can just post and ask hey yeah. i can do this yeah. or i need this right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean I'm not I I don't use Instagram much so have no idea I think I just use Facebook and uh, never thought like I can use something else. Yeah. I mean when I when I use Chronos for EIT health for mentoring and coaching network and living labs and test beds I always envision that we should have a group, we should have a program like that there's there's mm-hmm. no noise and everything. But the, after running this this group on on Facebook I realized like no it can be there can be noise but if there is quality content it it kind of stands apart yeah there are there are people uh, who actually don't use facebook they even commented on my linkedin post it's like we started using facebook only because of your group yeah it's perfect <laughs> that's exact that's when you know you you're hitting something like you're hitting the pulse of of a need when people yeah, have changed I, their behavior and sign up mm-hmm. to a platform that they weren't on mm-hmm. that's crazy crazy <laughs> but i think i think i think the lesson here is really really powerful because Mm-hmm. you know i think people do overcomplicate it and they do mm-hmm. spend 60000 euro or 10000 euro on an advanced platform but mm-hmm. it's the same with video content i mean yeah mm-hmm. you can buy the, the brilliant lights you can get the right angle you can edit it you can even pay someone to edit it for you you can put the subtitles there honestly it doesn't really matter like i think the mm-hmm. the point is just to to talk with like an authentic voice or like a true mm-hmm. voice so that people understand mm-hmm. your value of of who you are and what you believe in and then just keep doing that like that that's really i think mm. the most important thing whether it's a facebook group or whether it's a business is just go and do yeah. it like stop <laughs> stop overcomplicating uh, your prototype or stop overcomplicating <laughs> the platform you're trying to develop just just create I mean, it like this i mean I, i i don't object or i don't i don't have any comments so it's all up to you yeah. there are people who are picky with the details there for me sure. I'm not at such picky with the details and, and that's kind of weakness as well but uh, I just get things done. <laughs> yeah man I think look there's definitely advantages for people that are um you know a perfectionist or people that are you know like to have a polished product and and, and they mm-hmm. they have a very key role to play because you know there's only you know at some point there has to be structure put around things right mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit of structure um mm-hmm. you spoke about the values of the um, Indian empowerment network for example so mm-hmm. these are things that you can add uh, branding mm-hmm. might be might help to scale in the future and different things mm-hmm. like that so i mm-hmm. think those people play a very important role particularly when it's a product that's been sold and delivered to a customer mm-hmm. because there's expectations mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i i really feel that this mentality of just doing it and getting it 
done is is incredibly uh, powerful. Mm-hmm. Like so, mm-hmm. to take one example, I actually I'm just going to put it out there because it's an idea that I, I really mm-hmm. want to do, and probably we're going to do it with a with a with a good friend of mine uh, who you know, G. Um, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, basically for a long time we were discussing about like uh, the lack of like proper way of matchmaking with with founders, um, mm-hmm. and you know I think I'm going to take uh, your advice here or your example um, mm-hmm. because you're you're really like a, a shining light and um, the, the, the original plan was quite simple we just wanted to use I would say like the next best platform to Facebook which is meetup.com mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. as good for the online forum but the, the reach and the power you can get for generating a community on that mm-hmm. platform is crazy so mm-hmm. you know, one of the events is, is the hack and talk event which I help out with a little bit it's a fantastic mm-hmm. event for tech people that just want to come and maybe find similar-minded people to build something. And I wanted to do the same same type of format, but mm-hmm. with a stronger focus on, on on just matching startups with talent. Because I really mm-hmm. feel that if you just did a physical event, and now we'll probably mm-hmm. make it like virtual. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm pushing G to be able to like just get with me and just you know organize it, and we'll just mm-hmm. run it. Just organize a Facebook group, organize a mm-hmm. meetup group, and just go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, see if 10 people turn up, 50 people turn up, 100 people. But I think if there's a little bit of structure there, mm-hmm. and this would be a massive uh, a massive solution or a massive platform um, mm-hmm. to be able to bring those people together. Because, again, I don't want to, like, I don't think, like, there's something that, uh, amazing that I know about matchmaking that's going to make it better. But I definitely mm-hmm. feel it, particularly in Munich, that if you just create mm-hmm. that platform, mm-hmm. for sure people are going to come because... But, but what is it for? What is it for? The main main purpose? The main purpose is to help people find <clears throat> talent or startups. So, for example, you have a startup idea, uh, but you need mm-hmm. a business guy or you need mm-hmm. a tech guy to help you develop. Uh, you want okay. co-founders. You want people to, you know, your first investor ever mm-hmm. in your idea mm-hmm. is your co-founder because they work mm-hmm. for free. They share your value and your passion. They give their time. And I just want to make it really easy for people to mm-hmm. be able to do that. I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of solutions out there. There's great matchmaking, mm-hmm. like apps. I mean, EIT Health mm-hmm. have used them as well, and I, and I really like a few of them. But mm-hmm. I think that overcomplicates it a little bit. I think this just mm-hmm. needs to be like a group, and I would envision something like 400 people that want to engage with a startup. Mm-hmm. They want to do. Mm-hmm. They want to create something, um, mm-hmm. and they're willing to, to to join someone. And this is kind of just an idea I have. But amazing. I mean. It, it really it also depends on whether you want to scale this app so you want to sell this app to somebody else or you want yeah. to use it yourself because i know many students or many co-founders or founders who is looking for co- co-founders and many students or many job holders they just want to work in a startup and yep. they would just I, I they have would a long list of people as well <laughs> excellent excellent so but but i think you don't need a platform you can start building with an excel sheet Absolutely. And inviting inviting them, and then afterwards you can think of a platform because yeah. building a platform has its own pros and cons. So you need to work on the design. You need somebody has to code it. Yeah. Somebody has so to make when, it. When I say platform, but I mean I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I, I mean mm-hmm. basically what IEM is, the Indian Empowerment mm-hmm. Network. That's yeah. what I mean by a platform. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to create mm-hmm. a meetup group, and I want to create Perfect. like maybe a Facebook group so people have yeah. somewhere to go because mm-hmm. there is some groups on LinkedIn uh, mm-hmm. that are purposefully built for awesome. you know helping people to connect but mm-hmm. they they very quickly unfortunately mm-hmm. because of the nature of linkedin uh, mm-hmm. the way is more about content and less about mm-hmm. matchmaking it becomes people posting 
mm. like an event that they're doing or people mm. posting you know it's not so much like hey i'm alan i need a startup or i need mm. like i have I, i'm really good at business development and ideation mm. design thinking and uh, mm. who, who needs my help and then mm. you have 50 people screaming to come and okay. like work with you but i feel mm. like a platform like a meetup.com with a virtual event or mm. a facebook group like what you created by yen mm-hmm. uh would be i think really perfect to, to allow people to have the right um, mm-hmm. I say platform, I just mean the right medium through which they can mm-hmm. communicate and make those mm-hmm. connections, you know? This is going to be revolutionary, that what you are trying to do. Yeah. You, you, it'll help a lot of people. You can also use Slack. Slack is also... Yeah, Slack is also great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also, I've seen a lot of people begin to use Telegram as well, I think for security mm-hmm. purposes, because of the fact that it's, and I know that WhatsApp is also encrypted, but mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a certain group of people that like particularly like the security uh, that okay. uh, the Telegram provides. And yeah, I, I follow mm-hmm. a few of them for coffee so there's a few coffee nerds <laughs> around the world and i'm collect- connecting to like russians and, and some of the top guys uh like coffee astrid over in, okay. in the u.s and these are people because I, I go deep down the rabbit hole of like coffee awesome. science so it's cool like uh, i mean these groups you can be passive and just see the content coming through it's super interesting mm-hmm. inspiring and then mm-hmm. the best part is you can just reply to that person it's mm-hmm. like it's 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 like kind of a social media in a way that yeah. You can actually reply to the CEO of that company that just did a tweet <laughs> and whatever. And there's a chance that they might respond. Or whatever, Super. You know? Only yeah. only thing that I would be I would uh, kind of give a recommendation is that keep a track of things. If somebody mm-hmm. finds a co-founder or somebody finds a job or somebody yeah. finds an internship, that's that's yeah. actually very difficult. And uh, even without my alumni or with the, the IEN or with anything uh, with any group that I worked, I have no idea. Yeah, I I don't really track, and uh, uh, when people tell me, for example, three days back, a girl called me and she said that, oh, I got a job in a startup. Thanks for all the tips. So if if she yeah. haven't called me, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a very good point, and I've discussed it a lot uh, with my friend. Has helped me develop it, and he's he's much more focused on the data and capturing mm-hmm. the value. I think mm-hmm. it's quite important that particularly for a matchmaking platform, mm-hmm. you have some level of feedback of, is it working? Is it not working? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think just creating an event and not capturing that data would be a little bit of potential loss. So, it's also, it's also difficult. People don't give away this data. They don't tell you. They, yeah. they, they start texting on or, messenger or like WhatsApp yeah. separately. No, like 80% of the people, they just come and use it. Yep. Even if they have any benefit, they don't really, if you put a survey, they don't even fill it out. Yeah. So, the like if you know this thing from the beginning on, you will work on it because that's that metrics are important when you build a group. Yes. For me, for me, it's all non-profit. I don't really care. But yeah. if there is any profit, I would really look into metrics and see like, okay, how much yeah. impact did I make? And also, when you go for funds somewhere, because if you want to scale, and there they look at metrics like, what did you achieve? How many people did you really impact? Show yeah. me the numbers. That's a good point. I mean, I, I feel even if it, it is non-profit, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because um, we're doing a lot of projects with, with EIT or mobility at the moment. And, you know, the topic of financial sustainability is very important, even if you are mm-hmm. a non-profit, because, you know, <laughs> you still have to you still have to survive. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. even if it is a charity or whatever, it's mm-hmm. good to keep itself sustainable. So I always think that thinking in mind of like a business of how to generate potential revenue, and that can just be like, a company sponsors your event for this particular mm-hmm. week or whatever, but that company might want to know, like, what am I signing up for? So how many people mm-hmm. are attending? And is mm-hmm. this really like creating value? Like, is this an mm-hmm. event that is going to help people to find 
the perfect match, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's why definitely taking the perspective of capturing that data is so important. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I just had a quick question then. So from your perspective as well, do you, do you see this as like a massive problem? So I'm, I'm less talking about my idea now and just <laughs> curious about, about your experience with matchmaking and like people that may, because I'm sure a lot of people approach you and say, hey, I'm looking for this and looking for that. I have this setup idea. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find it's also like a massive problem that startups feel or yeah, experience? What is, what is the problem? Like, uh, like finding the right like, match? Yeah, finding mm-hmm. the, the right person to join them mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Or, or me, for example, finding the right team or startup to join. Uh, because I feel like there's always like there's these two groups of people. Startups mm-hmm. that maybe like the best example of an extreme is one person on their own that has an idea and wants to develop it. Yeah, a little bit like you, you're doing everything. And then there's mm-hmm. a person that has a talent and wants to join the startup. So you mentioned mm-hmm. this, like, there's people that just want to work with a startup. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, wondering. Yeah. There's always a gap. I mean, uh, that's why these platforms play a very big role. Even the, the job job platforms like uh, jobvector.com or indeed.com or, or LinkedIn jobs or everything. So now, since you're talking about startups and, and co-founders are the people, but you can also consider people who are employers and who people who will be employees. Yeah. And uh, when you look at the, the hiring that happens, it's always through networking. And in the end, it, it's an inverted pyramid uh, where or, or it's, it's like a triangle. Or it's networking comes first. Slowly, it goes to open positions. And the people who are who apply to open positions are like 85% to 90%. But only 5% are, 5% to 10% of the jobs are open positions, remaining all filled through networking. And uh, so those people doesn't know where to look for the jobs. Mm. And, 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 and sometimes the employers, like the companies, they hire the people whom they know because they do not have any other alternative. They don't know where to look for the people. I mean, in EAT Health itself, we saw several times that uh, there were not proper applications. So they just, they advertise something, you get wrong persons. But you know, there are many people on the planet yeah. who are more than qualified for this job. But they, these people don't know where to look for. And, and it's, it's the same. Like even for startups, they don't know where to look for co-founders. Yeah. They're amazing people on the planet. Yeah. But, uh, and the only way it happens is some kind of platforms that you create or I create. Yeah. And so, because there are so many platforms, but the thing is, nothing really happens. Well, yeah, how many ever they feel? Yeah, yeah. There's how many ever they are. There's always need. Yeah, it's a good point. It's very interesting. You mean you touched a little bit on networking, and mm-hmm. this is another really good personal <laughs> topic of mine. And uh-huh. you're like, in my opinion, the networking king. So I think oh some advice from your side in terms of how to network, because you know, like in terms of finding a job, mm-hmm. I give this advice to myself because I try to follow mm-hmm. this advice myself about building my personal brand and helping mm-hmm. people to know who I am and what I, what I believe in. And this is me putting myself behind the camera in the last mm-hmm. like, month or so. Um, mm-hmm. And I really feel there's two things. So there's platforms that can help you to find the job, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the founder, the startup, mm-hmm. whatever. But then there's mm-hmm. also like, I think, the networking side that you mentioned, so, which is mm-hmm. making yourself visible. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that you're very visible on LinkedIn. Oh so uh, <laughs> you're very visible full stop because you do everything. But I think making a, a conscious effort mm-hmm. to, to share your thoughts and engage with people on like platforms like LinkedIn is, mm-hmm. is probably nearly the most effective way, I feel, of tapping into someone else's network in order to be, become visible so that you're considered for the job or the startup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? or? 
what are your like strategies i mean for me networking is not such a difficult thing i i took a workshop twice or thrice for 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 MSc's, master students phd students and mm. and even for ien only thing i tell them all the time is that what is what exactly is networking so i tell them give yeah give 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 produce yeah. content give them it's so people just think networking is going and meeting people and asking for a job yeah it's like hey i i look so good can you give me a job yeah it's like the, i think people really think networking is all about knowing too many people connecting on linkedin connecting on uh, emails and and then sending cvs immediately asking for jobs yeah in my view that doesn't work that really doesn't work i mean why should other person give a job or why should other person make you a co-founder you need to show your potential you need to give 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 yeah. and once you give coming is automatic you know it's it's like newton's law yeah. newton's first law the every action has an equal and opposite reaction right yeah. so once you start giving and taking is not that big deal that, that that's what landed my job in eat health yeah i was i was building the eat health alumni network and uh, i think i i put my own tickets to go to budapest uh, for for the events that they invited me without paying tickets then i i paid myself and i thought like okay let's see whatever happens yeah. i was i i had no aims like to to land up job in eat health i wanted to have my own startup or uh, want to go for a postdoc but then was an, when there was an open position or uh, i had immediate go to kurt directly because miriam recommended me the alumni manager because she saw my work and uh, half an hour conversation with kurt and then within a week like kurt knew that i was defending my phd thesis and he wrote noted down next day he called me like would you consider a job wow that's crazy. <laughs> so well, first thing when i talked to him he said like ah you were so active in eat health you you are you you know how to build networks and that's what we are looking for yeah because like wow i never aimed at it so i think that's networking so you give yeah. and and the, when people see value in it in you and and you just you kind of they take you in and you you mentioned about social networks right so yeah. it could be facebook or linkedin twitter instagram or anything i think it's it's about producing content so writing articles following right people commenting on their posts and and kind of being showing that you are you exist by by for i mean any any you take any kind of area that you are for example you are so good with linkedin that you you post your youtube videos it's not about that people are not liking or commenting your things but people are seeing what you are doing yeah if you have 1000 1000 people or 2000 people in your linkedin maybe you get one like but remaining 1999 1999 saw you yeah it it's the like comments the visibility so when you are consistent with your with your quality and you are pr- producing content yeah they kind of tell you yeah we saw you we saw yeah. you and it happened to me so many times and even when i go my village it's uh, like whatever i put it on my facebook group you must be a superstar when you go to your village huh no i mean i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a common village guy the community so they, builder <laughs> no i don't i don't want to put any tags on myself so i'm i'm fine so but but they 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 kind of see they they notice it yeah and and uh, and yeah so i think the two things that i said about networking one thing is that giving giving and then yeah. you get it and the second one is produce content so that mm-hmm. you become visible irrespective whether you get likes or comments yep 
I yeah. agree. I think it's it's content for the sake of of value. I was going to say content yeah. for the sake of content, but I think it's content for the sake of value. You know, I mean, yeah. meaning that just give something that you can give. It goes back to your point about the Indian Empowerment Network that everyone has something to give. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I could also start creating posts about coffee or something like that and give some yeah. people some insights if that's what I wanted to do. But just mm. pick something that you're you're good at and that you know a lot about and share it. I mean, this is definitely the age that you could enjoy knitting or creating, I don't know, handcrafted cups or whatever. And you mm-hmm. can create your videos about that. You can show yeah. people how to do it. You can share your passion in so many different ways. And, you know, for me, it's, I had the same experience when I started to consistently put out videos and try to engage, uh, yeah. you know, read articles. That's, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't do that. LinkedIn was mm-hmm. just like a, a graveyard of like, like a, kind of like a, a what's it called? <laughs> a, um, a placeholder, you know, I was there okay. because I had to be there. And okay. then I realized, oh my God, like reading some of the articles posted by CEOs of accelerators from UK or whatever. And that really like empowers me to have like so much mm-hmm. more insight and so much more uh, information mm-hmm. in my head. It's like being connected to the, the information highway, of whatever mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. topic is. And then yeah. leaving a comment saying that was actually a really inspiring article. That was super cool. I like it. And I think mm-hmm. that's important is that you don't just comment, hey, cool picture, bro, or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I really feel that you should take the time to read the article, mm-hmm. think about it. Uh, you know, be mindful with, with, with what you try to comment because, mm-hmm. you know, in the end of the day, it could mean a lot to, pe- to people when you comment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what it's like to post a video and have five people, like, see it and then no one comment. So I actually, like, when I go to my LinkedIn, I look at, I look through hashtags for innovation or med tech or whatever, and I just look for the, you know, for a post that no one has looked at yet. No one has maybe commented or maybe had no one has liked. And I read that post and I genuinely, like, understand the reason why people put so much effort into these things and then don't get a, a bit of value and yeah. there's value in everything for sure you know sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool Excellent. So that, that's your mm-hmm. that's your strategy then for 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 linkedin is to no um, it's not strategy. i think it's just that's how i do i, I don't really care and yeah. so i it's like i mean they're like 100 percent of the people you don't see yeah yeah, it's a very good, good and quote. Do you, do, you, do you need a strategy for that? Do you need uh, a strategy for that? You just. I agree. I think it's a, yeah. it's a. I think it's more of a way of life, particularly for you, and and I'm a little bit like that as well. Like I just love doing things, like putting people together and just creating like an event or something. I don't know. I just I just love like doing stuff and not worrying so much about like making it pretty and and whatever. So I, I like your attitude. I think you're even more zen than i am about not giving a crap <laughs> about what people think but i think if we all gave 100 percent less crap about what people think about us mm-hmm. or what people might think about this post or that post mm-hmm. you know i think perfectionism is a killer um, mm-hmm. and you know the less we worry about others and the more we worry about ourselves i think the better we all be yeah i think i remember a proverb by by his name is swami sukabodananda he was he's, he's a monk he went to australia and the Australian journalist kind of asked, like, uh, uh, dear monk, what is the biggest fear that people are going in the world? Then the, 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 this, this, this monk replied, it's the, you know, it's a, it's a fear of, it's a greed to become somebody, but the fear of becoming nobody. Fear of becoming nobody. 
Oh. It's the greed to become somebody you didn't yeah. have no idea, and the fear of becoming nobody. So that's why you need to have this validation, you know, this this kind of dopamine yeah. flux. Yeah, you need you need the likes. You need to yeah. check your Twitter or your Instagram to see that yeah. people have are validating that you are pretty or you are good or people like what you say. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the more you can you can focus on yourself and just doing what feels right. Mm -hmm. you know, Simon Sinek talks about your your gut. Like I think if we focused on that more, um, it would be a lot a, a much better world, I suppose. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think you're definitely Super. on the right track of where you're going. I, I know by talking to you that we are. <laughs> we are exactly. We both I, are. Yeah, we're just doing what feels right, and I think mm -hmm. riding that wave for the rest of our lives should be the goal right it's it's, it's hard i mean right? what Ushi told me yesterday uh the mentor that i have been talking to you so Ushi told me yesterday if it is right keep doing it if it is wrong learn from it yeah it's a very good it's very a journey good yeah it's a journey yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's again the important point of, of, of just like life as a prototype you just got to do it right like i mean yeah. just try it uh, i know from personal reflection like the, the indecisiveness, so uncertainty mm -hmm. or like waiting to make a decision is like the worst part. But like mm -hmm. making a decision that's wrong mm -hmm. and then learning from that is 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 like one percent of the pain compared to should I leave my job, should I go there, should I create a startup, should I should I create that Facebook group for matchmaking? Oh, I don't know. And it's nearly too much of a burden yeah. to not decide. But just decide mm -hmm. you're gonna do it or you're not and then move on. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's a really great quote that, you know, either you learn from it or, you know, mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing if it feels good, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Excellent, yeah. And please keep doing what you're doing. It feels really good. I think it looks <laughs> great. You're, you're helping some, some, so many people. It. And uh, I'm privileged to have you as a friend. And I'm really, really happy that we get a chance to work together as well. Uh, I think sure in particular, I've noticed, you know, since we've reconnected over this stuff recently, we've really started to communicate a lot more. I'm super mm -hmm. happy to, to have you and more regularly in my life. So it's awesome. <laughs> Same here. I mean, you are yeah. amazing. People love you for whatever the content you produce, uh, your comic sense mainly, like the, the comedy, what you put <laughs> and, and the way how you yeah. get connected, you're down to earth. Yeah. And uh, so you, you, I appreciate you it, man. keep Thanks doing so it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, the more the more me I put out there, the more it, it feels easier and right mm -hmm. and better. You know, it's just mm -hmm. that's the way you should always be, right? Yourself. I think I think there's there's uh, we should stop ourselves being acting like acting so much yeah. in life, and and proving our, ourselves to others. Like, uh, I mean, I had several times in my life where I need to show up and say like I don't like it, but it's because you asked, I need to do it. Yeah, and that. That took like 99% of the time, and then 1% is something what I do. So in the end, yeah. it's a conflict. In in academia, you might have seen like you you go and write papers, you do a yeah. lot of content, Never and then enjoy you, that. and in the end, you kind of make career for your boss, not not to you. Yeah. So or, or, that, or the career a, is writing papers. You know, it's it's yeah. like writing. I mean, that's the game, right? You write a paper, and then you write another paper, and then you write another mm -hmm. paper, and then you hope mm -hmm. that. You collaborate with the right people to spread the message and to make more impact and mm -hmm. that that process yeah yeah i died a little bit inside every time i have to write a paper i just it's <laughs> it was it was challenging for me to say the least yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it just never it just didn't feel right just like what you said mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah super great
Cool, man. Look, thank you so much for the conversation. It's been awesome. Uh, sure. Really, really appreciate your time. And um, yeah, um, let people know where they can where they can find you. I suppose. So, is there um, a website or <laughs> the Indian Empowerment Network, or where should people connect oh, with my God. Jagadish? Like it's a Facebook group. You can type Indian Empowerment Network and uh, okay, just be your Facebook. face will pop up, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this the people have put made logos for that, and we have something called IEN Talks. It's like TED Talks. I think I haven't mentioned that. Oh yeah, that's a good point. So it's a it's a it's a it's a group that that people are passionate about sharing their stories. Mm. Right until now, it's all about profession. So like helping them with jobs, interviews, but there is a human behind that, right? So we need to listen yeah. to that human stories. So we launched similar to TED Talks where people can share stories. And uh, it's a uh, so you can you can come and give a talk there, so the people will. Great. I mean, my my what I told them is that we have, uh, you know, listening ears and understanding hearts. Yeah. So that's the thing that we want to provide with these talks. So we will have every fifteen fifteen days one talk, wow. and we launched already one. So there will be two and seven talks already lined Which up. Which was amazing, by the way. I still need to give your friend feedback on it, but honestly, it was. I was listening to it while I was doing something in the kitchen, like kind of like a podcast type thing. And I, I kind of had to stop and just like really like listen to it properly, you know, and the story, I mean, inspiring to say the least, you know, I won't say anything else. I think people should just go and check no, everybody it out. Everybody has, everybody has inspiring stories. Yeah. You have an inspiring story. I have an inspiring story. Well, whoever will listen to this will have an inspiring story. But the thing is, who is listening to that? Yeah. Where are the platforms? Not everyone can give a TED talk. Yeah. Not everyone can give a TEDx talk or any other talk. Yeah. Any platforms, little platforms. I mean, your your friends doesn't know your story. Yeah. Like they, you may talk to them, uh, like tell them everything is fine in life. You put everything on social media, but there is some some kind of burden in your in your heart. Can you share that? And we yeah. need platforms for that. So that's I think is is the value of IEN where people are interested to share, and there are people who will turn up when you put an event, 30, 40 people or 50 yeah. people. Yeah. And um, that's that's uh, that's like I want it as a legacy of the group. I want to continue that. That's great, man. And I'm super glad that you mentioned that. We almost overlooked it because it's it's uh, I mean, particularly now with the virtual format, it's a great chance for people to be able to be inspired by something, you know. And my wife and I really loved your your the workshop that you organized with mm-hmm. you as well on kill stress before mm-hmm. stress kills you. Such an mm-hmm. important topic, you know, and. I think your talks will also help to spread that message of, you know, life lessons and, and that it's mm. okay to not, to, to not be okay. And that you can, you can get through this and uh, yeah, it's, it's really great that you mentioned that. So I wish you the best of luck as usual. We have a conversation and then I walk away with another idea for something that I have to go and do. So thanks so much <laughs> for that. Uh, yeah, you're a bit sure, of like a, a catalyst or an amplifier for me for sure. But uh, okay. yeah, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for, for doing everything that you do. Um, and thanks for inviting me to be part of the Indian Empowerment Network as well. I, I really pleasure uh, honored to be part of that. It's, it's such, such a strong community. And um, yeah, hopefully I can get a lot of value from them to help me. And mm-hmm. hopefully I can give a lot of value as well. So um, yeah, I look forward awesome. to the next uh, um, IEN talk. And uh, sure. everyone can find you on Facebook searching uh, Indian Empowerment Network yeah. on LinkedIn. Right? Anyway, LinkedIn, I mean, Indian Empowerment Network is on LinkedIn, not there on LinkedIn. Yeah. It's only Facebook group, but they can, I mean, yeah. you can, they I'll, can find me. I'll link me. Your, your name in the description so people will be able to find Super. everything from you. So that's awesome. fantastic. Okay. Thank, thanks, thanks for thanks giving so me the opportunity, Alan. Yeah. Yes, sure. thank you. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk soon, okay?
All the best here. Oh, thank you, man. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>